You're listening to Illini Life Audio, messages from a community of Christian believers on the campus of University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. For more audio and video content, visit IlliniLife.org. Hi, Illini Life. If I've not met you, I'm Leah Norcross, wife to JD and mom to Valerie, JD III, Amanda, Timothy, and dog mom to our lab puppy, Carmela, AKA Big Baby. I grew up on a farm in Kansas, the youngest of four children. And when the doors to our church were open, my family was there. But I don't remember actually hearing the gospel until I was about nine. We got a young new pastor and he used these phrases I'd never heard before, like being born again and having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Around this same time, my two sisters went off to separate universities and each of them got involved with Christian campus groups and each of them came to know the Lord. And to this little sister, the change in their lives was pretty profound. When I was 10, my oldest sister, Carolee, sat down with me and went through a little pamphlet called The Four Spiritual Laws. And though I know I was somewhat motivated by a fear of hell, I think I also understood the grace of the gospel and I prayed and started my own personal relationship with Jesus. And through God's perfect provision, there was a ministry in Kansas City at the time that was starting Bible clubs in schools all through Kansas. And my oldest brother came back from college and started one in my junior high called Teens for Christ. And that was what was really my spiritual community throughout high school. They were encouraging us to carry our Bibles to school, to make a statement for Christ. And with beating heart, I did that. But I don't remember actually ever speaking to my classmates about my faith. In high school, I loved spending breaks at the University of Kansas, where my second sister, Jan, had gone. She had joined with a group of of on-fire Christians who were trying to model the New Testament church talked about in Acts. Seemed they were always reading their Bibles and just talking about what God was doing in their lives. They ate their meals together, weird things I'd never heard of like lentils and yogurt. And I don't know, I just loved being around them. They seemed to have so much joy. Their church was also sending out teams to other universities to share the gospel and plant churches, including the U of I. And that's the short version of how Illini Life came to be. I was so impressed by their incredible commitment to just follow God wherever he led. But it also scared me. I was all enrolled to go to KU and study nursing. But at the last minute, I changed and followed my best friend to a Christian college in St. Paul, Minnesota called Bethel. It was much smaller and felt safer. My four years at Bethel College were like drinking from a spiritual fire hydrant. There was daily chapel with speakers like Elizabeth Elliot, and I had to take required courses in Old Testament, New Testament, and theology. And to top it all off, I attended a church with a fresh out of seminary pastor by the name of John Piper. I'm really dating myself there. I should have graduated a spiritual giant after all that input, but 
I bowed to the almighty idol of grades, studying at least 50 hours a week most weeks. My classmates were seeking out mentorships with professors and engaging with them over issues like social justice and theology, but I was too intimidated to get involved with them. Unless it was to dispute a question I missed on an exam, <laughs> then I found the courage. I graduated with a lot of head knowledge, but my personal relationship with Christ had not really matured. After graduating, there was a shortage of nurses in Kansas City, so now is my chance to move back and join with those on-fire Christians from KU. They had picked up and basically moved the church to Kansas City where there were more jobs. I had the privilege of living with a wonderful Christian family that are still some of my closest friends today. I saw how they nurtured their children in the Lord and just spent time in his word daily. And they just talked about what he was doing in their lives as they went through their day. I heard solid teaching and had great fun with the other singles and God used them so much in my life. I observed their lives, but I rarely took the opportunity to ask the questions about the many things I didn't understand. For a variety of reasons, after six years in Kansas City, I moved back to St. Paul, this time to pursue a master's degree at the University of Minnesota. So often in my classes, I longed to challenge the arrogance of some of my professors when they characterized people of faith as unthinking or simple-minded. I wanted to shout that it was ludicrous to think that something as absolutely amazing as the human endocrine system could have happened without a divine creator. I thought about those things so much, but I was never quite able to get the words out. So you may be sensing a theme here. So often, I've felt like a young child unable to express my thoughts and emotions with God as my father saying, Leah, use your words. He doesn't say it in a demanding way, but more in a longing way, a longing for me to give him the credit he's due and a longing to use me to make his name known. The day after graduating with my master's, God answered a resounding yes to my lifelong prayer for a husband who loves the Lord with all his heart. J.D. proposed in Kansas City in front of family and friends, and as they say, the rest is history. God eventually said yes to my deep desire to be a mom also. And both marriage and parenting have been harder than I imagined and also more wonderful than I could have ever imagined. For 25 years, we've served the Lord together here in Champaign, the last 21 of those with Illini Life. And it's been such a privilege to play a small part in students' lives, pointing them to Christ at such a pivotal time in their life. But I have continued to struggle to use my words. In small group, I want to say, the Lord really helped me when I was anxious at work today. Or, let's pray about it when one of my kids is struggling with an assignment. I think those things but I still struggle to verbalize them. I don't fully know what's behind this. Certainly spiritual warfare 
um, pride, insecurity, and honestly feeling awkward when I do manage to get the words out. The Lord has been very patient with me through the years. One year ago this week, I had one of those experiences that completely flips life upside down and reframes everything. I found a lump that turned out to be invasive lobular carcinoma, the second most common form of breast cancer. For the next five months, the treatment of this would dominate my days and my thoughts. God gave such a supernatural peace through that whole process, and I vowed to do whatever it takes to learn and grow in being able to give him the glory he deserves. In God's mercy, the doctors feel like the treatment has been successful in taking care of this cancer. And also, in God's mercy, they say there's a 1 in 10 chance that the cancer will come back somewhere else. As much as I would have loved to have had them just give me a clean bill of health, I feel like the 1 in 10 chance is God's way of keeping me from falling back into the same complacency with patterns where I long to grow. Psalm 19.14 says, May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. That is my prayer. I'm Leah, and that's a part of my story.